after an unfortunate vacation, Megan Daly ended up with post-concussion syndrome. She's turned around in her situation to help other people like us with her company, Daily Balance. Link below. This is the Neural Network. Hi. Hi, Emma. Nice to meet you. You too. Do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Megan Daly. I am 39 years old, and my concussion was about two and a half years ago. What was, how did you get your concussion? Um, I was outside on summer vacation sitting in one of those little beach chairs and I reached over and the whole chair folded up underneath me and I fell over and hit the side of my head on the ground. Oh, that's not fun. No. Especially on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. I was 3,000 miles from home, so I had to fly home at some point, which wasn't fun either. Yeah, I haven't done any flying, for, and it's been like a year, over a year for me, so it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like airports would be the worst part. Yes, the airport was probably the worst part. The flying itself was really fine, um, so I put my hat on and my sunglasses on, and fortunately had short connections, short layovers. Oh, uh-huh, that's good. So what were your main symptoms, and what are your main symptoms now? Mm -hmm. Um, Then I had incredible fatigue. I probably slept 16 to 18 hours a day, and I had a lot of dizziness, a lot of vertigo. Um, I was unsteady. I really had trouble doing a lot of activity, so if I tried to go for a walk, I would just be exhausted. Um, And I had a lot of visual symptoms, so just looking at um, any movement, like looking at the water was tough for me, it would give me headaches, and just light sensitivity and sound sensitivity too. Yeah. It's quite a list, that's plenty, right? I'm sure there was more, but I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah, I think generally at the beginning it's a little bit of everything. fatigue that's still one of my biggest symptoms but I'm not sleeping nearly as much it's more nine hours a day that I have to sleep and I am exercising more without fatigue which is really exciting because for a long time I couldn't do any weight training um I still am seriously limited with visual symptoms my visual symptoms do still seem to be movement. So any kind of screens that have a refresh rate or looking at water or, you know, candles or fireplaces or things like that, anything that moves yeah. will give me a migraine, um, especially fluorescent lighting. Mm-hmm. That seems to give me the worst migraines within 10 or 15 minutes. What about driving or, like, being in the car? Mm-hmm. Yeah, driving has gotten a lot better. I can do short distances and I can drive around town, but I haven't been able to drive long distances since my concussion. That makes sense. So I can maybe go for a half hour or 40 minutes and then I have to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm too young to drive, so. <laughs> oh, yes. Impact me yet. So what kinds of things have you tried, like medications or therapies or natural stuff? Mm-hmm. 
so they um, initially tried to give me some migraine medication. It was more just an IV leave a stronger enzyme, and that just made my migraines worse. So instead, we went the more natural route, and I did some vitamin D supplements, some B vitamins. Um, that helped a lot. I completely changed my diet because that seemed to be triggering my migraines as well and tried just elimination of certain foods and then reintroducing them to see how I'd react, just customize my own plan. I also did a ton of body work, so I found that craniofacial um, and craniosacral adjustments were extremely helpful, and I also did vision therapy with syntonic light therapy, which is where you wear colored glasses and you look at a full spectrum light bulb for about 20 minutes um, and it's supposed to help a ton with your symptoms. What color are your glasses? So I start with a blue color for 10 minutes and then I switch to a green for 10 more minutes hmm. and it's supposed to help calm down your nervous system and then balance out your nervous system so that you're not in as much of that fight or flight response. That's interesting. I have purple glasses. I nice. tried the light part, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Did the, does the purple help with the light for you? Yeah, it's it's good. Though, I, and they're definitely a lot darker because they get so grubby. Mm-hmm. So when you clean them, it's like, ah, <laughs> so much lighter oh, yeah. in here. Yeah, I found that the yellow tint works really well for me. So whenever I'm on screens, I'll wear the... Um, yellow tinted lenses as well as just having the um, night shift on or the flux programs that help turn your screen a little bit more of that red orange yellowish color yeah yeah I have all of those kinds of things on too oh yeah that's great yeah nobody can see anything on my phone but me right right (laughs) it's a perfect privacy protector too yeah (laughs) so what is is there any positive things that have come out of your experience? Yeah, I would have to say it's probably the the you know it's the best and worst thing that's happened to me, which is kind of a funny thing to say about a concussion. But I was having all kinds of weird symptoms before this happened that no one could really explain, and my physicians were sort of just calling it migraine, and didn't really have any management strategies that were helpful in the long term. So when this happened, it just sent my nervous system through the roof. Everything just went crazy. Um, And because of that, I was actually able to figure out a lot of different things that were going on. And it turns out that that was my first diagnosed concussion, but I probably had two previous concussions that were not diagnosed that were contributing to all those weird symptoms but were just low level enough that they weren't identified as such. So this has helped me sort out like all the migraine issues I've been having, the visual issues, you know, some of the memory things, focus, attention, all of that. So it's been so helpful to finally have answers and put all the pieces together to be able to heal myself. Right. You've got a name for what's been going on. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I haven't, I never really thought about, like, how you might have had concussions, but you just didn't know it. Uh And so then, of course, every time you have a concussion, again, it's easier 
and right. would impact more. Right, because, I mean, some of mine are decades old, and then it was not as well recognized. I mean, I know even now people are having a lot of trouble getting properly diagnosed, so back then it wasn't even a thought. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, and the other thing I learned, too, was that if you have a history of migraines, then you can be more likely to get a concussion. And then once you have the concussion, you're more likely to end up with post-concussion migraines. Whoa, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that either. One of the neurologists that I saw told me that. Um, and that was extremely helpful, too, because I mean, who wants post-concussion migraines? It sounds like the worst thing in the world, right? Right. Uh, because it's migraines, but worse. Uh, but just knowing what it is, again, makes it more manageable. Yeah, it takes some of the question out of it. So mm-hmm. you can talk to other people who have it. You're not like, I have this thing, it's sort of, I don't really know what. But, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been interesting. I think I read a book by a neurologist um, who mentioned that, you know, his, I don't know if it was the research or his theory, something about the fact that any concussion that lingers, so people that are experiencing post-concussion syndrome, could be possibly considered just a, a migraine. Yeah, I had, when I was talking to a first neurologist, she was saying, uh, like, oh, well, should we treat this as a post-concussion syndrome or a migraine? And I was like, I, it really doesn't matter what you call it if you're going to give me the same thing. Right. She, she was saying, like, well, at this point, it's a migraine. It's like, yes, I can feel it, thank you. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's kind of a weird question, but is there something you can't live without? Like, you can't, it, it, it could be anything that's very helpful to you daily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it's dogs. <laughs> yeah. Dogs are great. Oh, yeah. What kind of dog do you have? I have two, actually. One of them was a, uh, he's a, the first one's a Border Collie Mutt. He's really short. Uh, his name is Stanley, and then we decided to foster a dog overnight right around the first year anniversary of my concussion, because it was like, hey, we love dogs, and then we were foster failures, and we adopted her. Her name is Lammy. Oh, that's great. (laughs) So, blame her on the concussion, but she's great. Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. There were days where I would be so miserable that I just wanted to go into the pet store and pick out a puppy for myself. And I didn't impulsively do that, but ended up getting a black lab with my boyfriend, and she has been amazing. Oh, I love dogs. They're They're just so great. I know. They are so great. I love just having her around every day she's so happy and so sweet and so loving yeah I, my dogs kind of know what to do if I'm in like breakdown mode so if I'm lying on the floor Stanley uh-huh. will come over and like start licking my face until I get up that's really sweet that's so sweet yeah mm-hmm. when I've had some really bad migraine days where I'm just down for the day she will just nap with me the whole day mm-hmm. Lammy will come over and then you know bite you but because she's a puppy. <laughs> so, is there anything I missed? Things that you have gone through that you recommend or recommend avoiding? 
guess, yeah, that's a good way to say it. I would say one thing I would recommend is to just keep going forward with, you know, with the post-concussion syndrome, the post-concussion migraines, the light sensitivity, the sound sensitivity, all of that makes you want to avoid things. But I've found that if I push through them slowly, you know, and just a little bit at a time, I w- it would help. And just kept getting used to being in the sunlight, kept getting used to loud noises, just a little bit at a time can make a big difference. Um, because if you keep avoiding it, then your body gets used to that, and then it, you're always sensitive to it. Um, if you overexpose yourself, obviously you make yourself miserable again, but if you can find that balance, it really helps you progress through your symptoms. Mm-hmm. So how's it been for you returning more to normal life or non-concussed life, like returning more to the world of people who don't have? Um, It has completely changed my life. I was working previously and just keeping up with full-time work and being on screens and trying to manage all my appointments and everything like that wasn't really working as well as I'd hoped. So I started my own business to help people that are experiencing what I have gone through. Wow. Do you want to promote yourself? Um, sure. Yeah. I just started in January my own health coaching business. So it's called Daily Balance. My last name is D-A-L-Y to work with individuals who have experienced vertigo or dizziness in some way. It could be concussion, it could be vertigo, spinning, anything like that, and are struggling with the stress of the day-to-day. You know, a lot of people have struggled with getting answers, or even if they do get answers and they get really good medical advice, you still have to go home every day and figure out how to deal with your symptoms. So that's what I'm helping people with is how do you get through the day-to-day? How do you balance yourself so that you're not working so much that you're exhausted, but you're working enough that you're engaged and you're financially secure and things like that. That is awesome. Is is there a website for that? Yes, my website is dailybalance.com. So D-A-L-Y and then balance.com. Okay, so I'll put it in the description of this podcast. Great, thank you. And on my website, because that's a really great, I think that's really great one. A lot of the people I've talked to, when I say what's something positive, is that they found a way to connect with other people like it and try and help them, which is what I'm doing in this project, and I found that extremely helpful, just finding other people and then feeling accomplished and being able to help yourself and other people. Absolutely. Yeah, because you never know where somebody is in the process of recovery and what information could be helpful to them. Yeah, and it's so much more common than people think. Like, I'd never heard of it. I heard of concussions, but not post-concussion syndrome right. ever before. Right, and that's one of my goals is to get out in the community and and online and just spread that education so people know about it. That's great, really. Thanks. Yeah, and yours is for a Girl Scout Gold Award, right? Yeah. Which is amazing. That's (laughs) such a great idea for – that's such a great project you have. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's not what I intended to do pre-injury, but it works. Right. <laughs> but do you have any parting words of advice or anything you want to talk about? Um, I guess I would just say that, you know, reach out for support. My support system here has been amazing, and my online support system has been amazing, too. I mean, just being able to talk to you is great. So find those people that you can connect with and just take it one day at a time. It can be really overwhelming, so small steps will get you there. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, thank you so much for talking to me. It's been great. Yeah, thank you. Everybody should go check out Daily Balance. I know I will. Thanks so much, Emma. That's great. Okay. Bye. All right. Have a great day. You too. So quickly noting, speaking of support, you can go to the Connect tab on my website, which you'll hear in a minute what it's called, and go check out Daily Balance and support other people with the post-concussion syndrome supporting each other. Thanks so much for listening to The Neural Network. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Go to my website, tinyurl.com slash neuralnetworkhv for resources and other fun content. Just a reminder that this is a Girl Scout project. You can sign up to get an interview on my website. Thanks so much for listening. Leave a rating and review if you like it so other people can find us. Thank you.